Greetings and God bless you, my friends and neighbors, and welcome to The Wow Factor, the word of wisdom designed to inspire, empower, and enlighten you in just a few short minutes at a time. My name is D.L. Wallace, and I am elated to be the host of this day's call, where our motto is simple, your soul will be blessed in eight minutes or less. Our request is simple as well. Send this podcast to your coworkers, your neighbors, your loved ones, and friends so they can have some inspiration to make it through the course of their day. Let's jump right into our topic today, my friends, and that topic is simply the fire drill. The fire drill. Now, as children, we all participated in the elementary school activity known as a fire drill. The school administrators and teachers wanted to make sure that we were prepared for this potentially catastrophic emergency. So no matter what was going on in the classroom, when the alarms began to sound, we had to pause and go outside and respond to the fire drill. As Christians, in this life, the fire drill also has a relevance because it seems as if we're going through fire after fire and coming out on top every time. Remember the Bible says in 1 Peter 1 and 7 that the trial of our faith, which is more precious than gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, that we may be found unto praise and honor and glory to the appearing of Jesus Christ. Then we discover in 1 Corinthians 3 and 13 that every man's work shall be made manifest because it'll be tried by fire. Yes, my friends, we are going to experience a series of fire drills that test our faith, that test our resolve, that find out where we really stand. That's why the Bible says we should count it all joy when we fall into divers temptations and tests because the trying of our faith works patience. Well, my friends, let's talk about how we make it through this spiritual fire drill. Step number one is we must refuse to panic. You know, in school, the children are instructed to remain calm during the drill. They hope that that practice will give them a disciplined mindset in the event of an actual fire. In this Christian life, the same rule applies. We must not allow our emotions to get the best of us. We must continue to believe on the promises of God. Remember in Mark chapter 4, the disciples came to Jesus. It was a storm outside and they were on the boat and they believed that they were going to die. They woke Jesus up and Jesus didn't panic. The Bible says in Mark 4 and 39 that he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. There was a great calm. My friends, it's important for us to recognize that God loves us and he's going to help us make it through the fire, that he's equipped us with all the tools that we need in order to make it. Remember in Luke chapter 8 when Jairus wanted Jesus to heal his daughter. Then somebody told Jairus that his daughter had just died. Jesus looked Jairus straight in the eye and said to him, fear not, only believe and she shall be made whole. Yes, my friends and neighbors, we can't panic. We've got to do like the Bible says in 1 Peter 5 and 7, casting all our cares on him because he cares for us. You see, oftentimes panic creates worry. That's when we're acting like things won't happen and we start to doubt whether or not we're going to be okay. But we've got to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not to our own understanding. Remember the Bible says it in Proverbs chapter 3 that he will direct our paths. Yes, my friends, after we make that declaration that we will not panic. I challenge you to say today, my friends, that no matter the fire, I will not 
panic. Yes, we'll keep believing. We'll keep trusting. We'll keep rejoicing. We'll keep praising because panic is not going to help us make it through the fire. The second step, my friend, is we've got to pick the right partner. You know, in school, we held hands with the person next to us in order to be in compliance with fire drill protocols. In the spiritual life, staying connected with a partner is also important. Do you have a prayer partner or a praise partner or somebody that pushes you to do better than you ever thought you could? Who is your partner? Remember in Daniel chapter 3, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were partners for sure. In fact, you don't see one name without seeing the other two. And they were going through the fire together. In Daniel chapter 3, the king placed them in the burning fiery furnace, but that's okay. They still made it out. Now, if you want to know how to pick the right partner, here are a few keys. First, pick based on proximity. Those who are close to you, who have a relationship with you, who you see often and communicate with frequently, they're great candidates for going through the fire. They love you just as much as they love themselves. They want to make sure that you win like they win. That proximity helps them help you make it through the fire. The other way to pick the right partner in the fire drill is pick a partner based on passion. Someone that has the Holy Spirit on the inside of them that is passionate about serving God, that is passionate about serving others. Yes, my friends, if you pick a person that shares your passion, that's a person that's equipped to go through the fire. And you can also pick a person, a partner based on prior experience. There are a few substitutes for the battle-tested, fireproof leader who's been through the storms and come out on top, who you know has a relationship with the Father and have already successfully overcome. You see, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had been through something even before the fiery furnace. They knew how to pick the right partner. The final step, my friends, in making it through the fire drill is to patiently persist. Every time something challenging happens, there's going to be an urge to quit, to throw in the towel, to say that's enough. We can't take anymore. But no, my friends, we cannot do that. We've got to continue. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 10 and 36 that we have need of patience, that after we've done the will of God, we might receive the promise. There is a promise that's on the way. You know how sometimes if you're expecting a package in the mail, it might get rerouted. It may make it on another truck. But you know that as long as you've got a tracking number, you know that package is on the way. By the same token, my friends, your blessing has a tracking number. Every scripture is a number that tracks your blessing. It tells you that the promises of God are on the way. We cannot quit. We must endure to the end because the Bible says in Matthew 10, 22, that he that endures to the end shall be saved. Take a step at a time and we've got to make sure that we're persisting and patient and we will receive those promises and make it out of these fire drills. My friends, that's all the time of yours I'm going to take today. Until we talk again on tomorrow, God bless you. God bless your families and embrace the new and improving you.